Welcome to another edition of Taking 5 with GDE, where we take five minutes to focus on one question that helps sellers sell the suite of products we know as Guardium Data Encryption. This enablement podcast is designed to educate, enlighten, and enthuse sellers about the huge potential of Guardium Data Encryption and empower them with the knowledge and insight to help them better penetrate the market, capture bigger deals, and close those deals faster. Hey, Max, welcome back to the show. Hello. For our listening audience, would you mind going ahead and uh, telling telling them what you do on a on a regular basis? I am a subject matter expert in digital trust for IBM Industries, all about data protection. Fantastic. One of the questions we want to talk a little bit about today is um, is the value of of proof of concepts or POCs, and maybe how they're different than POTs. But just as important is um, how, when pursuing a POC, how you keep it keep it on schedule, on track. In your experience, what's the best? First of all, what's the, what's the value in a POC? And then, second of all, um, how do you how do you manage it? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really um, good question. I I attempt to avoid POCs if possible, but of course, there's clients that no, we have to. That's it's part of their process of purchasing a product. They have to do the POC in a test environment. So when doing a POC, I have a set of criteria that I go through with the client, success criteria. There's a number of different items on there. I ask them which ones are the most important. We rank them, select the ones that they want, and we all agree to that, right? I also upfront tell them the people that we're going to need to be involved in the POC. I attempt to get everything installed remotely and then go on site for a day or two to build out those success criteria. And then at the end of that, work through that checklist and say, did you see that? Did you see that? Once we have everything done, walk away and hopefully we are signing a contract at that point. How do you prevent or, or control the customer when it comes to them adding additional success criteria to the POC? Let's say you're you're in the middle of, of going through your list, you're demonstrating all the capabilities, you're checking off the, the, the success factors, and all of a sudden they say, oh, I want to see it do this one other thing. What do you do in those cases? Yeah, that's that's a difficult thing because you have to be somewhat flexible because there are times where they'll see something and it sparks an idea of theirs and something else that is a follow-on that they want to see from that. So you have to be accommodating without letting it become what we call a science project, right? You just have to manage the expectations of the client that we have to have an end date to this. And then this goes away and you've seen everything that you need to see. And so up front, I get agreement that if we are able to show you all these items on this success criteria list, then we are done with the POC and we can claim that it was successful. But still, I will be flexible if there's one or two additional things that are pretty easy to do. Sometimes it's just a conversation to have with them rather than showing it if you don't have the ability to show it for some reason. Before you pursue these POCs, is the size of the opportunity well understood by both the customer and and 
and yourself before the POC begins? That's a really good question. You really need to have a good relationship with your sales rep to ensure that, you know, they have already validated that there is budget, that there is a project in place. So you have to have those conversations with the client before pursuing a POC. Otherwise, you're just doing work for the sake of doing work and nobody has time for that. Have you ever run into a situation where the customers asked for a POC, but there's no real sense of their commitment after a successful POC? And, and if so, how, how, how do you handle those situations? I try to ensure that we have that up front, but like with anything, things change. They have a reorg, their, their priorities can change. Um, you just have to stay close to them and have those continued conversations. And eventually the project will come back as a priority or, you know, it'll just fall away. And six months later, they're back talking to you. Unfortunately, it happens, but you just have to go with it. And uh, last question before we uh, run out of time, are there differences between a POT and a POC? Yes. So a POT is not utilizing their data and their environment. Um, And I do them all the time. And in some cases, I'm able to do a proof of technology, which is my environment in the cloud or me bringing laptops and showing them how it works. And that's sufficient. They don't even need to go to the POC phase, which is great because then we don't have to set up VMs and you know, get access to their data and their test data. It really shortens the sales cycle if you're able to do that. Nice. Well, with that, are there any last minute thoughts you have before we bring this episode to a close? No, I think I'm good. Just, you know, POCs are difficult. It takes a lot of work on them and experience doing them to know how to manage them. So. Well, thanks again. You have yourself a great rest of the week. You too. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Taking 5 with GDE, a podcast dedicated to helping sellers help their customers discover, protect, and control their sensitive data, apps, and services. If you have topics or specific questions you would like discussed on the program, please email them to me, Rick Robinson, at rick.robinson at Thank you for Taking 5 with GDE. GDE.